Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of In Case You Missed It and as always I am joined by Tommy. Hello. And we've made it to the 25th episode. We're a quarter of a century. I feel like we've done way more episodes than this but I have like three lost episodes. in the. Yeah, I think it is like three if not more <laughs> lost episodes. It's the old studio Hello. we used to record at was an yeah. absolute nightmare. But yeah, we've got a new studio now and it's much better. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately we have some... We had, we got some sad news during the week. It's not nice to start the show off this way, but uh, we we lost Rutger Howard during the week at the age of seventy-five. Obviously known yeah. for his roles, particularly in Blade Runner, being the main one. But he had some. He had a big career. He was has one hundred and seventy-three credits. He was really yeah. really good in Batman Begins. I really <laughs> loved him in that role, and it was like it was a really really small role, but he brought so much to it. And I think that's obviously as sad as it is in his time. Um, it's important to remember that he had a, a really like great long life, and yeah. you know he had an amazing career that we can all celebrate and enjoy. So you know it's a it's a really sad time, but it's you know a lot of people um, can continue enjoying his legacy forever. Yeah, I think Blade Runner is particularly the one that he'll be remembered for. Um, but he's in, like I said, he's been in 173 things. I, I don't imagine that anyone could go down this list and find at least one thing they haven't seen. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, that, that was him. Um, yeah, so that is sad. And uh, condolences go to his family at this time. Um, let's jump, as always, into the trailers. And a little bit of a quieter one. But we're, we've got some trailers for stuff that wasn't at Comic-Con. Um, let's start at the what well, probably my favourite trailer of the week. The first look at a beautiful day in the neighbourhood with Tom Hanks, where he plays Mister Rogers. Yeah. What did you think of this one? Yeah, I really liked it. I mean, it looked um, it looked like an Academy, you know, sort of film that they're going to be looking yeah. at towards the end of the year. Um, so I'm sure, you know, in due course, we'll be talking about it maybe around the time of the Benjis, the Insider Awards. Um, yeah. Maybe even one day in in dispute. Who knows? But uh, yeah, it, it looks really good. I mean, Tom Hanks is great, you know, just in everything in general. And I mean, obviously, the character of well, the man, Mister Rogers, is um, a lot uh, bigger in America. That's yeah. something that never came over here. But um, what we can't deny is that you know we we know about him. You know, his um, his show never aired over here. To my knowledge, anyway, it's never ever aired over over here. Um, but you know, you know about him just through sheer popular culture and stuff like that. Like yeah. I, I've never seen an episode of his show, but I know loads about him. And you know, I've seen him. I think was it that video where he's standing up in Congress fighting for like but the budget cuts to the children's TV education yeah, TV industry and stuff like works. that. Like you know, I've seen that sort of stuff. So he seems like such a great man. Um, <clears> and I think you know, Tom Hanks is the kind of uh, actor who could bring a lot to that role um, and uh, I mean it just looks like a warm film it kind of just you know this yeah. man towards the end of his career being interviewed about his career and his life and obviously he's got troubles as well and it's about exploring that it just looks like such a great story to tell because obviously when you look at people that have you know such long careers and um, you know this that and the other um, it's hard to kind of drill down right what story are we telling here are we going from the very beginning and just playing it through like a kind of standard yeah. biopic are we going to take this slice that slice 
And I think one like this, like quite a self-reflective one where mm. you know both can sort of learn and grow together, I think is probably the, the right way to go. Yeah, definitely. I think, like I said, we, we didn't have Mr. Rogers over here, but you just hear about him and like following some American stuff that like myself and you do, um, you, you hear about him and there was last year, there was the documentary on him that I know a lot of people were upset about that he didn't get, that didn't get any Oscar noms. Um, but to see this, this trailer really, it gave me tools and that speaks to the, what we already knew that how great Tom Hanks is in this role. Um, and as you said, it's got awards written all over it. And that's why I think this is a really big yes for me. Yes, a big yes for me too. So the next trailer we got uh, is for Jojo Rabbit, uh, a little bit different in tone to the last trailer. Um, but this is Taika Waititi's next film. Obviously, he did What We Did in the Shadows and uh, For Ragnarok. and Hunt for the Wilder People. Hunt for the Wilder People. You know, obviously, you're doing the next Thor. And it looks like he's gone back. I'm I'm glad he's got this sort of film where he gets to do what he wants. And I I love seeing the weird mind of Taika Waititi. I mean, yeah, it looks really, really cool. Obviously, it's like a a simple story of a a young boy and uh, a youth. Um, (laughs) And, you know, something to do with his his mum hiding a Jewish girl. Is that right? I think so. Um. Either way, it just looks like it's going to be an absolute riot. I love Taika Waititi's sense of humour. He's got a real eye just for, um, you know, like he, the man can direct. He can make a great-looking, stylish film. Yeah. Um, you know, he creates like a perfect platform for these jokes and these characters to kind of live on. Um, so I'm really looking forward to seeing like the next version. Obviously, Thor Ragnarok was amazing, but it was a departure from what I would consider... A Taika Waititi yeah. film, yeah, it was hundred percent there in the humor, but it didn't yeah. have that same style of it. Yeah. Um. So I'm looking forward to going back to that kind of Taika realm, um, mm. and see him play Adolf Hitler. <laughs> I'm sure this <laughs> one won't be controversial at all. By the way. <laughs> no, I have no doubt that this could know. There won't be any controversy around this film at all. Um. But yeah, like you said, uh, I really enjoy. It. I think, I think I'd put Humphrey the Wolver people above. Uh, I'd put it above what we do in the shadows. I think. Uh, yes, it has to be whichever one I watched last. <laughs> yeah, um, but I'm. I don't know. I like that he kind of does a big film and then he gets to do whatever he wants. And then if he's going to continue doing that throughout his career, then I'm excited to see where he goes. And he's only going to get better. I think. Yeah, I completely agree with that. It's a huge uh, yes from me. Yeah, it's a huge yes from me as well. Um, the next one is interesting. We spoke about the first trailer for this um, whenever that came out months ago or however long ago it did. But th- we got a second look at Gemini Man, the film where Will Smith takes on himself. Um, uh, well, for me, I, th- I feel like this was a much better trailer. Looking at yeah. the trailer, it, w- it was much less creepy and uncanny valley. I think they... I don't know whether they hid some shots that just looked really bad or whether, you know, yeah. it's one of those things where sometimes they put a trailer out. It's not the final VFX, it's still the finished VFX. So it could be something like that. Yeah. Um, 
but ultimately this this trailer was much much better much much more interesting i think we got a lot more story in it um and i think i was a really strong no last time and i'm actually kind of creeped towards a yes now yeah i'm in a similar sort of but i think the obviously the main thing here is the seeing a young will smith and like i said i remember last time thinking oh it looks a little bit uncanny but it looked incredible in this trailer to be fair um and I think that's what's drawing me more to the film, more towards the film. And but like I say, I don't know whether there's it's hiding some stuff. Um, but even if it's not, then we've still got these moments where it, it does look great. And like I think you spoke about last time, we there's so much footage of Will Smith in the '90s that him being this person, he's kind of the perfect person for this film, really. Hundred um, percent. And I don't know. I'm still a little bit worried about it. I think it's angry. I'm still not sure about how the film's going to be. So I'm still. It's a very apprehensive. It's a very apprehensive yes. I think. But yes. But yes. Um, I'm interested to hear your take on this one. The second trailer for, well, no, the first trailer for Zombie Land Two: Double Tap. And. Um, it got a lot of really positive buzz online. Um, what did you think about it? More positive buzz coming from this way. I think it looks like a lot of fun. It kind of um, captures the same fun and joy that the first one had. I love the first one. And uh, yeah, it kind of just looks, looks like a continuation of that, you know, bigger and better. So, you know, they've gone from trying to get Twinkies to now they're like running the, the White House yeah. and meeting all these other fun characters and, you know... What a great cast as well to have in a film like this. Um, yeah. I, I can't wait to see it. I truly can't wait. This looks like just a fun ride. You can just sit down and you not even switch your brain off because it looks like it's going to engage your brain still and be, you know, a bit smarter than, um, you know, a dumb comedy. I, I don't mean that offensively. I mean that, you know, it's almost like a different genre, but it, it does yeah. look just highly entertaining. Yes. Uh, what year did the first one come out? Oh, if I was to guess, I'd say 2012. But if I was to vamp, um, then I'd be like searching it right now. Because I feel like 2009. Wow. Um, I don't know. It's, I'm still really apprehensive. I seem to... I, I don't really get the... I haven't watched the first one in quite a while. And I don't know. There's something about it that just makes me feel, ah, I wish I'd, we'd got this. Well, now that I know it's 2009, like five years ago, uh, I just feel like, I don't know. I don't know whether the comedy in this trailer didn't really work for me. It felt a bit meh. They did a weird thing at the beginning of the trailer where they do Academy Award nominee Woody Harrelson as if, and then Academy Award winner Emma Stone, as if we already hadn't seen it, the, the title Zombieland 2, like two seconds before that. As if it was trying to take itself seriously and then flip it again. Like, I don't know. I think I, I think know. it's okay to put that you're even if you know the film to put how good your cast is when you've got a great cast like that. But I didn't think that's what it was going for. I think it was like trying to be, oh, this is actually a serious film, and then go, oh no, it's not. Wait, Emma Stone's got a gun. Oh no, I didn't think that at all. I thought it was just like, look how great the cast is for Zombieland too, <laughs> and I like how. So I actually like the the longer time jump in that, um, but it doesn't look like it's necessarily addressing that. 
Well, hundred percent it is. That's what I was just about to say. And how like I'm, Abigail Breslin's character is now you know ten years older. She's um because she was like you know the little girl, the young sister in the first one, and now she's like. Uh, a woman in her own right and she's like addressing how you keep calling me like you know little girl That's and stuff bad. like that and how like you know woody harrison seems to be stuck in the same place whereas you know <laughs> they've grown um mm. you know it looks like emma stone and jesse eisenberg's relationship has you know come 10 years further down the line and you know what challenges are they gonna face and then <laughs> they come to like face with like themselves maybe themselves from 10 years ago i feel like a lot of it was addressing um the time jump so i'm, I'm really looking forward to to seeing it surprise you yeah. I don't know maybe I just need to rewatch the first one and get back in that sort of headspace um, but just for me given that first I'm, I'd still just say a maybe to be honest oh it's a huge yes for me let's jump into the headlines so there's a few little bits for that happens like over Comic Con weekend uh, which we'll cover and uh, but most of it's still new stuff this week. Uh, the first being that we're going to get two Halloween sequels back-to-back. They're going to shoot back-to-back as well um, from October 2020 and then October 2021 um, with the titles being Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. Did you get around to seeing Halloween? Uh, most of it. Yeah, yeah I remember most of it. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's not. It's not my. It's not my cup of tea, really. These sorts yeah. of films. Uh, it's not that. It's. It's not. I'm not trying to speak to its quality in saying that. Um, I just really don't enjoy it. I mean, you know, you can make me the best. I mean, I'm about to take that. Um, you know, simple saying that everyone says all the time and take it incredibly literally. But um, you could make me the best cup of tea in the world. I just don't like tea. <laughs> yeah. So. I know what you mean. Um, it, it genuinely is not my cup of tea. Yeah, that's fair. I think it's really interesting. I actually really did like the... I remember in the cinema, I didn't love it as much as everyone else did. But then I uh, I rewatched it and I thought it was great and enjoyed it a lot more the second time around. Um, it did really well with the box office, so it's no surprise that it's getting... And obviously the way that it ended, uh, the last one, made sense that we're going to get another one. Um it's interesting that they've got the third one in this sort of rebooty sort of Halloween 4, whatever it technically is, calling it Halloween Ends, as if that's going to be the end of the franchise. <laughs> How many times have we been there uh, in horror films before? <laughs> exactly. But it does make me wonder more, because obviously it's Blumhouse, and I wonder if they're going to go, after 2021, they're going to, shift it to maybe a Friday the 13th or a Nightmare on Elm Street or whatever old 80s sort of horror franchise they're going to go to next. I can't wait for like 30 years time when they start rebooting like this stuff from now. Like when we get like the It Follows like reboot and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, as far as we know, Jamie Lee Curtis is returning as the same director as well. So I, I think this is a it's a recipe for money as long as it doesn't. Which, which, oh no, it's, I'm thinking of Freddy, Freddy X, where he's in space and that's just a. Yep. So bad that it's good, sort of. Film. Um, Tarantino is doing the rounds at the moment. Obviously, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is out in the US at the moment. Um, 
So everyone's, as this is his ninth film, everyone's still wondering, oh, what's your tenth going to be? And then he seems to be finding a lot of loopholes, um, as we knew he would, because he's never really going to retire. Um, he first came out and said that Star Trek, if he was to do the, the next Star Trek film, because he's such a huge fan, that wouldn't count as a tenth film. That's all, that'd be like a 10.5, is what he said. Because it, it's not a... It's not a Tarantino film. It's just a film that Tarantino's doing, right? Right, <laughs> right Quentin? <laughs> yeah. Obviously, he's such a huge fan of that. I think I think that's more the loophole in it. In that, It's like if you went, oh, you could direct a, to a, like a Star Wars fan. You could direct a, the Star Wars film. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, I have to do that. Like, I'll come off retirement just to do this. Um, but like the other thing he also said that um, he's been talking with Uma Thurman about uh, Kill Bill 3. Um, and he also clarified that Kill Bill 1 and 2 are technically one film, which they, they 100% are. They literally yeah. re- released them um, in some theatres at the same time. Like, I'm pretty sure at Tarantino's yeah. theatre, he shows them back to back and it's just an interval. Yeah. Apparently, like when he finished the cut of the first fil- the film and it was like four hours long, the studio was like, nah, you, you can't do that. Okay, I'll just play it into it. Yeah. Um, but I'm interested to know what you'd want from a Kill Bill 3, if you'd want that at all. Or... Um, it's hard to say because I, I love the Kill Bill films. A lot, I know a lot of people are like, you know, it's on the lower end of their uh, Tarantino lists. Um, mm. It's probably actually on the higher end for me. Um, but it's one of the, it had such a perfect ending. I mean, spoiler alert. She killed Bill. <laughs> um, but, you know, if Tarantino's got an idea, I want to see it. You know, if he's got something in mind that he wants to do, and, you know, I trust him to be sacred with his own work. So I, I feel like if there's something he really, really wants to do and there's a story he really, really wants to tell, then I'm there for it. I think it was on Collider Live that they were talking about this and they said, uh, what if it's, you know, in the beginning of the first one, there's the little girl. Yeah. What if it's her going after the bride? The little oh, um, I know who you're talking about. The daughter who says, yeah. and she literally says, like, if you want one day, come and get revenge to me. Da 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 da. Yeah. Yeah, that that, that could work, I guess. Um, I, I don't know why it's be called Kill Bill though, because well, all, like, all his films, name. all his films are like connected anyway. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you wouldn't even need to kill. I think you'd have to kill, kill whatever, and then be, I think put Uma Thurman in the trailer, and you'd probably be kill the bride. Oh. Kill the kill bride. You yeah. may now kill the bride. Yeah, it worked. I don't know. I I'm, I'm not a marketing guy. <laughs> um, the other bit of news I said other we saw them sort of together in the Jay and Silent Bob trailer. We didn't. They weren't actually together, but they're in the show. Um, we know that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are going to write and start in the last duel for Ridley Scott, which is about, uh, I think it's in France. It's literally about the last ever duel that took place. Yeah, it's like King Charles VI, right? Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, I mean, that's cool. Um, I mean, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon started their careers writing scripts together. I mean, that's yeah. how Good Will Hunting got made. Yeah. Um, and they're very, very talented people. It's based on a book. Uh, so an adaptation's got, you know, 
a foundation there. Um, and Ridley Scott is one of those flipper coin directors lately. Yeah, that's what I was just about to talk about. What was the last thing? The like? Martian, I loved. Oh yeah, the Martian. I suppose uh, that wasn't that long ago. I'm trying to think if there's anything between then and now. I'll get get out. I don't think there was that I enjoyed. Uh, all the money in the world. Actually, it was pretty. Yeah. Good. And considering the, I mean, we won't really go into it in massive detail, but obviously, yeah. Kevin Spacey was um, uh, replaced by yeah. uh, Christopher Plummer um, after the film was sort of been shot uh, due to you know everything that came out about him. Uh, so he was right, sort of rightfully removed from the project. Um, mm. So there's all those challenges. I'm glad Ridley Scott did that. Uh, it, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. But then you look at something like, I can imagine for you, you didn't, I, I don't even know if you watched Alien Covenant. I don't want to watch it. No, not no, until, exactly. Prometheus. But yeah, the Prometheus I know you didn't enjoy. Then you got like Exodus, Gods and the Counselor as well. The Counselor is notoriously one of the worst. And then Prometheus, yeah. Robin Hood. And Robin Hood, yeah, that's... Body of Lies. American Gangster is good. So, I guess. And then before that, it was like Kingdom of Heaven. So, that was pretty good. So, wow. Between 2015, you have to go all the way back to 2007 before I did another good film. So. But it does seem. I don't know. I know I like Alien Covenant more than most people. But if I put all the money in the world, Alien Covenant and The Martian together, that's three decent films as far as I'm concerned. The Martian is a great film. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the Oscar nominated the comedy of the year, the Golden Globes winner of. Told you before, we, we don't speak about that. <laughs> um, he's got some interesting stuff in development, actually. Well, the the the, the interesting thing there is um, Matt Damon in The Martian. Oh yeah, of course. That's uh, why I didn't put that together until you just said it. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Matt Damon gets he gets about, doesn't he? cameoing and everything yeah yeah he's uh he's working he's definitely he's definitely got some money um yeah no I, i'm it's cool to see ben affleck and matt damon together again uh, uh yeah yeah are we gonna see both of them together in the jay and silent bob reboot i can't remember if they're like on screen together or if they're separate. they're not in the trailer they weren't together but i imagine you must have to put them together hmm I reckon you do. I reckon they just happen to be on set the same day. It it could just be a, a scheduling thing though. Like it's hard to yeah, sure. it's hard to get that sort of stuff going sometimes. But I don't know how much Ben Affleck's got in development. Obviously, the stuff that went on uh, with him going to rehab and uh, obviously the Batman stuff. And I'm just gonna go onto his IMDb now and see what he's got going on. He's got some stuff. He's, it looks like producing stuff. Uh, I just want to see the man direct again. I'd love to see him direct again. And I think he's I think... got... Uh, yeah, he's got a couple of things coming up um, in pre-production. Yeah. Uh, like a war film and like a sort of legal film. Yeah, so he's got he's got stuff going on. I, I really loved Argo. I really um, loved the town. The town was incredible. I haven't watched the town yet, but uh, uh, the town was great. Definitely I get it. My favorite of his though is probably Gone Baby Gone. Just yeah, edges like sort of Argo and the town for me. 
I never saw Live By Night. I heard it was pretty boring. Yeah, I didn't hear good things. I heard that was... Was that one of the ones that, where they were like... Because um, I think it was Warner Brothers as well. And so that was kind of their way of trying to get him to do Batman. I yeah, I think so. Um, he's an interesting man, that Ben Affleck. Um, so... Last week and the last show, we spoke about all the Comic-Con news and all the Marvel news. And one of their biggest announcements was uh, the announcement of Mahershala Ali as Blade. Um, and what will be their Phase 5. Whether they, Do you think we're going to hear their Phase 5 announcement at D23? Uh, I don't know. I doubt it. I think we'll just get more on Phase 4. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense to me. I don't know. A lot of people seem to be suggesting that we will, but... I feel like it's they're still trying to work out all the fine print of the Fox stuff and what's going on there. Um, so I think it's a little bit too soon. Um, but a lot of people put out there that they want Jordan Peele for, to direct Blade. He's already come out and said, no, he doesn't want to do it. Um, but then one, I've got a couple of questions here. One, would you have wanted to see Jordan Peele do Blade? To, he's not going to do it. So who do you, who do you want to see do it? And then three, what superhero film would you like to see Jordan Peele do? Oh God! I mean, some advanced <laughs> warning for that would have been nice. Yeah. So would I have liked to see Jordan Peele do Blade? Um, I wish it was best to just strip these questions down to: Would I want to see a talented director work on a film that I really want to see? So the answer is yes. Um, what was the next question? He's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. So who do you want? Do you want Guillermo to come back? Uh, I mean, I'd love that, but I don't think that would fit. No. What uh, I think we're looking for. Um, I did a little bit of research on it and I saw... F. Gary Gray? Uh, F. Gary Gray is not a bad show. I saw someone chuck out Alex Garland out there. Okay. And... I love Alex Garland, Garland doing whatever he wants at the moment. Um, he also did Ex Machina and then Annihilation. And I think he's got a TV show coming out next. Oh, okay. I mean, to um, be fair, I heard... Uh, I didn't want to see it. I think, I think you saw it, so you could speak more to it. But I heard Men in Black International was oh, terrible. Yeah, that was terrible, yeah. I forgot I forgot I did that. But Fast and Furious, well, Fate of the Furious and um, Straight Outta Compton are amazing. Yeah, exactly. So I'd... I really like Be Cool as well, actually. Be Cool? I don't think I've watched that. Yeah, it's a sequel to um, Get Shortly. I watched that over. Both three good um, I really don't know who I'd want to do this. I'd kind of think of, I don't know, someone I would have thought I would have liked to do it would be like an Andy Muschietti, who obviously is doing, who did it one and two and but obviously he's gone on to do the flash i think it's um, important to get an african-american voice in there yeah but i don't know i was kind of struggling to kind of think of i don't know people to do it and that kind of says says about hollywood at the moment um i don't know maybe uh Keegan michael key could do it <laughs> maybe has he got any desire to direct i don't even know I don't know, but you go from... Do you know what I finished watching? I know we watched the first episode together of Weird City. Oh, yeah. I've watched it all now. 
and it's great. <laughs> I think you'd love it. Yeah, I'm sure I would. Is it not yeah, on YouTube said- Premium? Yeah, it is. But I've got it in the moment because I was uh, on the another free trial um, to uh, finish watching Cobra Kai, which is also great. Um, yeah, I watched Weird Sea at the same time. Yeah, I don't think Key, uh, Key Michael Key, not just call him Key from Key and Peele, but <laughs> yeah, Key Michael Key, I don't think he's ever directed anything, so I don't know if he's ever, he's just got, if he's got that desire to, you know. I don't know, I'm, uh, I'm trying to, I, I'm really trying to think of someone to do it now. I should have prepared. This is your fault, you, you dropped this. God, then answer the last bit, what superhero film would you like to see Jordan Peele do? Um, I would like to see him, um, make... Oh, you know what? I've got it. Oh, okay. Uh, Fuqua. Yeah? Cool. I've got it. Um, what would I like to see him do? Uh... Would you like to see him do, like, a horror thing, or would you like to see him do... Not necessarily. Something different? Um, Maybe. Uh... Would you like him to do your Silver Surfer movie? No, no. I think more like... Uh, let me think. With Colin. Maybe... Uh, maybe... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't have an answer for you. We'll come, we'll come back to it next week when you've had time to prepare and I haven't just dropped it on you. Yeah. Like I'm going to do because there are other headlines that I didn't tell you about. Well, one, I wanted to get your reaction for. Great. So the next bit of news, and it's actually kind of surprising, but I think when you adjust it for inflation, it's not as surprising. Um, the Spider-Man Far From Home has become the first Spider-Man film to cross a billion at the box office, which I don't know, we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember if it was in the review or actually on In Case You Missed It about the Sony deal and if they, if Far From Home would cross a billion, what would ha- didn't cross a billion, what would happen? Um, but it has anyway, so... That seems to suggest that Spider-Man's going to stay in the MCU, at least for now. I don't know what that means as far as like a Venom film, if he's going to fold in. I think it probably will be. We didn't hear anything about the Spider-Man, the Sony universe of Spider-Man characters or whatever it's called, uh, last week at Comic-Con. So I'm interested to see now what. I think Sony are so stupid for that billion dollar thing i think i said that last time as well but i think it's just ridiculous um i think it's great that it's made that that money it's a good movie um that's kind of the market now for these sorts of films so i guess that is kind of a weird barometer i think it's the end of the world if it only makes 900 million or 800 million it's mm. stupid to be arguing between that but you know if for the sake of this stupid sony rule if that if that report is true then i guess this is good news yeah and the the other thing that comes from this is that all three MCU films that have been released this year have crossed over a billion, which is madness. Disney are making, obviously they're not making money from the Sony one, but I don't know how much, I don't know how that works. But, um, yeah, they're, they're making money. And obviously Aladdin's also crossed a billion this week as well. Yeah. Um, so there's a little bit of talk as to whether that will get a sequel now that it's crossed a billion. Um, the same for Lion King, which had a huge opening weekend. Whether that will get a sequel? Massive opening weekend. Yeah, huge. And we'll get to 
we spoke about the box office of that opening weekend on the last show, so go and listen to that if, if you want to hear us break down last weekend's box office. Um, are you ready for the bit of bits of news that I didn't prepare you for? Go on, surprise me. Which one do you want for? There's one that you'll be really excited about, and one that you probably don't care about. Which one do you want? Give first? me the one I don't care about, and then like hit me with the big one at the end. Okay. Um, so the one you probably don't care about is I know how much you love Venom. Oh God. Um, so they're trying to find a director for it at the moment. Um, so you might actually be excited by some of the directors that are on this shortlist. Okay, yeah, um, as long as it's a new one. Yeah, there's not Ruben, because it was Ruben Fleischer who's doing, he's busy because of uh, Zombieland 2. Right. Which is why he's not coming back, I think. Um, uh, I don't know why I closed the tab with it in, but... Uh, so one of the names on the shortlist was Andy Serkis. Uh, okay. Direct, which is a, obviously a weird choice to direct it, not yeah, yeah. star in it. So that's obviously he did Mowgli and he did Breathe. Uh, Breathe. Two very different films and films that would be very different to Venom 2 as well. well. Yeah, uh, I guess. The other name, other two names that were on the shortlist were Travis Knight. Obviously, okay. Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Yeah. And Rupert Wyatt, who did uh, Rise oh, of the Planet of the first Rise of the Planet of the Apes movie. Um, with Andy Serkis. Okay, that one excites me. That's the one that's like propped my ears up. That's the one. I think that's the, or the... I'm in the same boat. I think that's the one that would... If it was to get me excited for any... Uh, for any sort of Venom sequel, I think it'd have to be... And I think Andy Serkis needs to... I want need to see a little bit more from him. Yeah, I mean, when you said Andy Serkis, I uh, wish I said it now, but my first thought that came to mind was like, oh wow, I wish it was, um, <laughs> I wish it was Matt Reeves or Rupert Wyatt, not him. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> they thought exactly. like they the motion capture thing. So the, the the Rupert Wyatt news interests me. I think Matt Reeves would have been a great choice to see this, but obviously he's doing uh, Batman, uh, which I'd much rather he did than waste his time on a Venom sequel. Agreed. Um, are you ready for this? Big news. Go. So, your, one of your favourite people in the world, Sylvester Stallone, has done some talking. Okay. He has said that Rocky Seven is in development. Rocky Seven, not Creed 3. Not Creed 3, Rocky Seven. That's great news. Um, that's great news. Who would you like to see him fight? He's got to get back in the ring. Whose dad do I want to see him fight? <laughs> do you want to see him take on Drago again? I want to see him take on Adonis Mr. Creed. Chief. I want to see... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to see him take on Thunderlips. I don't think I want to see him fight anyone, I'll be, uh, to be honest. No, neither do I. I think it's such an odd choice. I don't think... It feels like a really unneeded film. Don't get it. I, like, I feel the... Baton has been so easily and so securely been passed on to Creed, and that's the future of this Rocky franchise, I think. So, to talk about this, I'm going to talk about Toy Story for a second, um, and I'm going to talk about a huge scumbag who I don't really want to talk about. But John Lasseter always said that he'd never make another Toy Story film unless the right story came across his desk, and then he got, and then he released Toy Story Four. Yeah. Um, to much critical acclaim and financial success. Mm. Um, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, on the high of Rocky Four, 
decided to write and direct uh, Rocky Five. Um, mm. That was a film. Rocky Five is a film that I enjoy more than most, but it oh. is terrible. And yes. put uh, Stallone um, pretty much in Hollywood hell for a little while. No one wanted to hire him or work with him. He was in like a lot of obscure films after that, and he never mm. really came back until really Rocky Balboa, mm. um, which, you know, ironically, another Rocky film sort of brought him back. But once he was happy that that had happened and he sort of reclaimed himself and, you know, could pay his bills again, um, he kind of didn't want to touch Rocky again, ever. Um, and then um, the script for Creed came across his desk via the sheer force of will that is Ryan Coogler mm. and you know the passion and the story and all this made Stallone realise that okay this could work I will go back I will do that again um, and then obviously too much critical and financial success Creed and Creed mm. 2 came out um, and now it just kind of puts me in this weird like would it be this or this mode where is this uh, Rocky Four has been a huge success, so he's going to make Rocky Five thing, or is this going to be uh, a story's come to his attention via sheer force of will, like Ryan Coogler and Creed sort of thing? So yeah. I guess this could go one of two ways, and I'm a little bit nervous. Is it interesting? Because... Probably love it regardless, just like I love Rocky Probably. Five. Um. Obviously, at the end, spoiler alert for the end of Creed 2, he goes and meets up with his son and he's with his family. And that's such a nice ending. Uh, just for the character. And to be honest, the, the way that left, it was as if we might not even have seen him in a Creed 3. Um, he might have had a very small role, but I don't imagine he would have had a big role in that. Um, so I just wonder whether this is his sort of way of still getting it going. I don't know. Obviously, Rocky's such his character, and there wouldn't be a Rocky without him. Um, so, I don't know. It does feel a little bit more... I don't know. I think the way that the franchise is set, I think if I was him, I'd just leave it. I think it's ended such a, in a good way. But like I said, if there is a great story, um, I think that I think there are always great stories out there that could be told. I think it's just a matter of finding the right person to tell that story. Um so I don't know, it's really interesting to see what will happen with this and if it actually goes anywhere. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so let's go into box office. We spoke about last week's weekend's office because we recorded uh, later to cover all the Comic-Con news last weekend. So go and check that out if you haven't already. Um, and if you have, then you'll know that the our score is 3-3 since we started keeping track because... Uh, Tommy did his predictions live while recording. Someone needs to go back. I don't think you need to. Tally up all the scores, because I'm sure I'd be way up. <laughs> no, it's um, I've gone back and it's 3-3. Three, three. <laughs> <laughs> well, for 25 episodes, it's 3-3. Three, three. Yeah. Um, so the new release for this weekend is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. There is nothing else out. Uh, do you have your predictions ready to go? I've got them ready. Do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. So, okay. at number five, I've got Crawl at, uh, let's say, three million. Okay. Uh, at number four, I've got Toy Story 4 at nine million. Okay. 
Um, let me just change that because I've got it written down as nine dollars, not nine million. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't want semantics to lose me the title next week. Um, <laughs> number three, we've got Spider-Man: Far From Home at fourteen million. Okay. At number two, we've got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at forty-four million. Okay. And then at number one, we've got Lion King. At, I'm going to say a pretty hefty ninety-two million. Wow. Uh, we have a very similar list. Okay. Um, we have a couple of... We have, I think we have two numbers that are this, exactly the same. Um, so I've gone for Cruel uh, with 3 million as well at 5. I've gone for Toy Story 4. I've put uh, 8 million. Oh, okay. I've gone Spider-Man Far From Home with 10 million. Ooh. So I've gone a, quite a little bit less than you have. Yeah. Um, once upon a time on Hollywood, I really didn't know whether to go high or low because it's a such a. I think it's an R-rated film. It's got a lot of char- It's got a lot of pull to it with a DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, and Margot Robbie, Tarantino himself as a pull. Um, but I went with thirty-six million. Okay. Um. And then I've got exactly the same number with Lion King of 92 million. <laughs> so the tiebreaker will be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Um, but that is it for this week's episode of In Case You Missed It. Uh, be sure to check out our... We had a couple of reviews come out during the week. Uh, one for the current... A couple week of reviews this week. It was really cool. We did. And we had uh, my review for the Blu-ray of Missing Link, if you haven't checked that out. Uh, we've got a good in-development coming up this one. This is, might be my favourite in-development that we've done. Um, uh, yeah, mine too, probably. Um, because we've got a great editor to come and do some graphics for us, and it really adds to the video, so I recommend subscribing to our YouTube channel for that. And, good plug. Uh, yeah, go and watch the video for that when it comes out on Wednesday at 6 o'clock. Um, what is happening with InFocus? Where are we at with that? Is that coming out this week? It's coming out soon. We've had some technical soon. difficulties with it. Yeah. Um, it's had some hiccups, but the the main thing is we, we want to get it right. We don't want to just put out yeah. you know, any rubbish. So we want to make sure we get it right before it gets released. 100%. So, yeah, stay tuned to all our social media and YouTube for all of those and you can find us at Insider Network on Facebook you can find us at Insider Network on Instagram you can find us at Insider Network underscore on Twitter and I hate that damn underscore I know <laughs> is there like I could just say at Insider Network on everything if it wasn't for that underscore um uh, go and check out Mr. TT Green on Twitter that's Tommy you can find me at Floodgate28. And uh, do we have a giveaway next week? We have a giveaway next week. Yeah. Well, uh, actually, we have three giveaways next week. But yeah, one on the show. giveaways next week. And I think the next week's episode will be later, if I'm right. So we can get those giveaways. Sure. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, it's coming up. It's coming up. It needs to come out Monday. That's right. So Yeah. So next week's, in case you missed it, will be out Monday instead of the Sunday. But that's just so that we can give you guys the giveaway. 
um, when we're allowed to. Um, but that's it. We'll see you next Monday then. Goodbye. Goodbye.